Hey everybody, Common Sense American is back. Uh, I do apologize for not having any shows for a while. I was decidedly out of the country. I went to Ireland for four weeks um, for a variety of reasons. I, I really felt I had to leave and, and explore, and I'd never been out of the country. And it, It's a whole story I don't really want to get into right now, uh, but it was a hugely positive experience the whole way around. I, I highly recommend that Everyone needs to, you know, get out and see things and see the world and step outside of the boundaries of the U.S. And I heard a really disturbing statistic. I think something like 65% of Americans don't have a passport, uh, which, again, I think is a huge mistake. Um, I'm also sort of battling a bit of a cold. Obviously, the uh, after effects of a lot of travel seems uh, unavoidable these days. So I might not be particularly um, conscious or alert, but I really want to get this done. And I, I think I don't like doing these sort of um, over-the-top rants. I, I don't rave. I, I don't scream or freak out in my in my podcast. I think it's really low-brow, low-rent behavior. I don't care who you are. Um, the louder you are, the dumber you are. That's sort of my assumption in all walks of life. The, the, you know, it's just, it just seems to be a rule. Um, and I, I don't like the message that it sends. I think we've got enough, uh, disgusting behavior and incivility in this, in this country and really everywhere. Um, and I don't want to add to that. However, in coming back to the U S and sort of re-immersing myself back into my home, I, I, it just, it all sort of came back, you know, like a punch in the face and all the things that. I'm just really sick and tired of. And I, I imagine I'm not the only one, but, um, you know, and again, this is not, I'm sick and tired of a lot of things. And it's a lot of it is due to uh, Democrats and liberals just being their typical, hypocritical, disgusting selves. But this really applies to the entire country and applies to everybody, uh, you know, on both sides of the aisle. And I mean, I really hate to, you know, name an entire podcast, you know, I'm sick and tired of this or that. And how many of those do we really need? But I, I haven't ever done one. And I really think it needs to be said. And now's the time. And, you know, just bear with me because I'm just sort of going to go here. Um, I think first and foremost, I am sick and tired of the shuffling, wounded, lazy, ugly masses of people that we've got. I I don't know what happened. Well, no, I do. I have a, a good idea of what happened. But we have gone from having, you know, people actually dressing up. Or not dressing up, just dressing. Just putting decent clothes on and taking pride in their appearance and taking pride in, in how they present themselves to the world and when they go out, even just grocery shopping. Now, I'm not saying it needs to be 1952 and women wearing heels and dresses and pearls to the to the grocery store. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is there is a certain level of civility. There's a certain level of civilization. And I, I'm just sick of seeing these slobs. I'm sick of just these lazy, I don't want to do anything, and I don't have to even if I'm in public. I'll just wear sweatpants and sweatshirts. I'll slop around. I got the, I smell like I haven't bathed in a week 
uh, I don't care how loud and uncouth and disgustingly just these awful manners and you, you're just, they're like pigs. I, I, they're more often seen in the rural sections of the country. And that's where I am. You don't see them quite as much in the urban, but it, it's really starting to pervade this, you know, when the pushback against, oh, well, not everybody should wear a suit and tie. And it's, well, now what has happened? That slippery slope has resulted in people barely getting dressed at all. Uh, you know, they, they really look like homeless people. They look like bums and they don't care. And they think we're not supposed to care either. And as an extension of that, again, I, I, I'm sick and tired of their boorish behavior. I'm sick of people yelling at the top of their lungs on cell phones. I'm sick of people just sort of staring at you for no reason. It's really weird. I, I, I stand out now. I think because I'm normally shaped and I dress normally, or what was once seen as normal. I don't wear shirt and tie, but I, I don't dress like a bum, and I try to keep myself in good condition. And I am now in the minority, and that's really sad. It's terrifying is what it is. You see this, again, more and more in, in, in rural America, but you're also starting to see in urban America, too. I was in Manhattan and New York City and Queens uh, some months ago, and I saw it there too. Yes, we have more of the, you know, the snappy people, the people who are going and moving and, you know, making this country run. That's true. But we're also seeing that Slobovia invading into that territory as well. It's just taking over because we have, and we have adopted for decades, the, you know, the, basically what I call the ethos of the loser. We, we, for whatever reason, we've decided that we're not only going to tolerate the loser look and the loser attitude, but we're going to promote it. I said in one of my previous podcasts that we're not far from one of these pigs, one of these, you know, overweight, slovenly, ill-mannered, poorly dressed, you know, just this side of cattle, one of these people spitting on somebody because they wear, you know, they wear a suit and a tie and, and, and they keep themselves in condition. And we're, we're not far from that. And 10 to 1, the mainstream media and the, and the leftists will defend the slob. They like slobs. They want slobs. They want losers. Loser culture is what we have now. And it's just, I'm so sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of loser culture. I'm sick and tired of promoting this attitude of apathy, of hostility. You know, I, I'm sick and tired of people telling kids, no, you don't really, have, you know, you shouldn't take pride in your appearance. That's, that's vanity. That means you're shallow. That means you're going to be uh, mean to other people. You know, however many stereotypes you can throw out there when all it is and all it has ever been is just a push towards laziness. That's all it's ever been. It's never been anything else. You didn't want to dress up, so you told everybody that it's a bad idea. You told everybody that there's something wrong with it, that there's something morally wrong about dressing up, because you're going to make other people feel bad. You know, you're, you, they, they don't have what you have. They can't do it. That's all a big pile of crap, by the way. You don't have to have a million dollars to simply dress decently. No, you don't. That's wrong. You don't have to have a million dollars to eat decently. Also wrong. 
which leads me to the the other thing I'm sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of just we, we really do have the worst food on the face of the earth. And yes, there's obviously, you know, we have a lot of fantastic restaurants and chefs everywhere. I'm not saying that we don't. I'm saying that in general, the everyday food that we have is just appalling. And even though we've made pushes to understand nutrition a little bit better and put it in our schools and, and teach our kids properly, it's, you know, we still have this out there. We still have the fast food, which you know, thankfully I hear is they're not doing so well at places like Burger King and McDonald's. And I hope that we see the end of them in my lifetime. Um, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sick to death of it. And really even on my side of the conservatives, I'm sick of these conservatives, you know, calling people soy boys or whatever because they're vegetarian and in, in mocking people because they, they don't eat meat or and just basically ignoring all the strides that we have made in nutrition and pretending that it doesn't matter. And I hate to tell you this, but our conservative side is not in very good. Nobody really is. But we're especially, I think, in, in worse condition because we tend to ignore that. We don't think it means anything. We think we can eat a big giant thing of steak and have our beers and have it not matter. Because, you know, and that's just ignorance. That's full-on ignorance, and I'm sick of looking at it. I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of seeing it. I, I, I'm just, I'm sick to death of all of it. I, you know, just slobs, pigs everywhere. And they have, and, and the thing is, the, the attitude has shifted so much since the time when America was really rolling that it actually feeds into this. The attitude of just, they're going to do less and less and less to take care of themselves. And of course, why, that's when you see the rise of socialism. You see the rise of socialism when a country begins to not be able to care for itself. And they have to turn a big brother to care for themselves because they won't. Not because they can't, but because they won't. Well, they started off not because they won't. They chose not to. Pretty soon they really can't because they're in such poor condition, both physically and mentally. I, I'm, I'm sick of the physical and mental condition of this entire country. I'm sick of the dumbest entertainment being by far and away the most popular. It says a lot about our civilization, doesn't it? It says a lot that superhero movies are, haven't gone away. And one was just nominated for an Oscar, which just boggles the mind. We have fallen so far off. Did you know there was a time in this country's history where poets were actually seen as rock stars? It was around the turn of the century. Uh, so, some, of the, some of the more famous would actually be stopped for autographs in the street. And people would know who they are. What we value, what we prioritize has changed so dramatically. And it's all focused on stupid crap. We don't want to use our brains. We want to use every excuse on the planet to not use our brains. And again, I'm talking about everybody. I'm talking about liberals. I'm talking about conservatives. I'm talking about even libertarians who I, you know, I claim to be closest to them. They're, they, they tend to focus more on themselves, which I like because it's, it's, it's more about the individual and, and pressing forward and being the best that you possibly can be. And of course, everybody benefits from that and that snowball effect. And that's really at the core of uh, objectivism. Uh, but you know, that attitude is what really founded this country, really caused it to roll. Yes, among citizens and immigrants. But again, of course, that's not the immigration we're getting now. I've made that plan several times. It's just this widespread attitude of laziness and sloth and stupidity. And I hate, I can't stand it. I can't stand looking at it. People move slower. They think slower. They act slower. If you speak to them you know, if you, you know, just a random stranger, you talk to them, if you speak too quickly, 
it's like their eyes glaze over and they, they look at you like you're speaking a different language. And it's not like I'm speaking particularly fast. They just can't follow it. It's like their brain is not functioning. And it's starting to happen more and more and more. You, you can't talk to them. people's vocabularies for crap. Mine isn't even all that great. In fact, I, I think it needs a lot of work. I read a lot to try and improve that, but no one, who reads? And what they do read is, is a joke, typically politically contrived, you know, social justice crap is what is on the bookshelves. But again, that's driven by the publishers and driven by, you know, more propaganda, you know, uh, has nothing to do with the quality of, of the writing or the, the talent of the author or never does, not these days. Um, but really, I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of, of the overall attitude of the country in terms of ambition and dedication and discipline and you know what we've lost is this that snappiness that that alertness that quickness it seems to have completely disappeared in a mishmash of you know poor health again both physically and mentally it's it's as if there's a a, a regression on all fronts in, in, in humanity, especially in this country, unfortunately, perhaps because, again, we've advanced so far in terms of technology and all these inventions that we have, many of which offer us excuses to do less and think less and to do less for ourselves in general. A lot of us are just absolutely helpless, again, which is why so many want socialism. They know they're helpless. And we've created these helpless people. We've said it's okay. We've said it's okay that, yeah, you don't have, you know, you should only have to be able to work 27 hours a week and get six weeks off a year and get $100,000 or something. Yeah, that's the way it should work. Anything to say that you can keep doing what you're doing, which is really not much of anything. You know, you go back and you watch movies or television shows from the 40s, 50s. It, it, we're not fo- I'm not focusing as much on, on the celebrities or, or the actors because in Hollywood, they're always going to be you know, good-looking people and take care of themselves, and that's part of their job. But the, the quickness of it, the, the, the fast, rapid fire of the dialogue, it's not, that was not just a uh, behavior, you know, a certain behavior type that happened to dominate at the time. That wasn't, that wasn't like a cultural thing. That was, their minds were simply working much faster. You know, you watch something like, uh, for example, like the big sleep. I had to rewind several sequences because I didn't catch all the dialogue. It's extremely fast, extremely layered, extremely intricate. And there are lots of pieces of entertainment, especially as well as from certain plays of the period. You can read them and, and see how, just wonderfully complex they are and how they rely on our intelligence as opposed to our emotion. And there's the, that, that, that quickness, that alertness in, their, in that spring in their step. They move faster. They talk faster. They think faster. They act faster. Everything is quicker. They're better mannered, far better dressed. You're telling me that right now we've advanced with what I just saw, what I saw when I came back here, what I saw when I came back into the airport and through the train station and back to here, I, you know, I sort of live, you know, out in the, in the rural areas. You're trying to tell me that that's, that's progress, what I just saw? These people who, they have this sort of glazed, dumb look in their eye, again, kind of like cattle. They dress like hell. They look like crap. They're, they're overweight. They're slouching. They're, they can't move, can't talk, can't act. They have problems with everything. 
They, they, the problems, but again, physically and mental. And it's just starting to become like a kaleidoscope of depressing garbage everywhere I look. Why is this everywhere? Well, again, I sort of know why, but it's reached a point where I don't know how people are missing it. Shouldn't we be rebelling against this? We have gone on full-on regression mode for too many decades now. And if you really look at it, if you really look at, at how people are acting and functioning today on such a minimal scale, people are so marginal. They can do so little for themselves. This is not a money or socioeconomic issue. This is just about everybody. And I'm, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. I can't look at it anymore. It really is one of the reasons I had to get out. And you know what? I wasn't wrong. You know, Ireland has its fair share of problems. And I don't agree with a lot of what it's doing either. But you know what? Especially in the rural areas, it's the complete opposite of what's going on here. These people are, A, extraordinarily friendly. You know, there's a reason why it's called the land of a thousand welcomes. And, and, and but a quicker and do a lot more things by themselves and on their own and, and assume that you can do the same and keep up with them, you know, but it, you know, the cracks are starting there too. You know, they're starting to, if they, once they, you know, start adopting American trends anywhere in the country, they start doing it with the damn phones and the bad food. Once that starts sneaking in that they start looking pretty dumpy. They look, you know, they, they slouch. They're not as in good condition. They're slower. It's a plague. It's like an infection that sweeps. And you see it. You don't, you don't see it at the, you know, the scale is what it is here. But they're freaking out over it, even just the little bit that they've got. They see it. They notice it. I was talking to one of the people at the visitor center. and said, we see it all the time. Especially in younger people staring at their phones, not in good condition, eating poorly. Which none of this was really an option in Ireland until recently. Um, and they're starting to know the kids have really bad diets and poor you know, a lot of sugary stuff and not moving anywhere near as much as they used to. You want to be outdoors in Ireland. That's, that's the land of activity. You've got to get out in order to really see it and appreciate it. And that's the way those people always were. But it's starting to go the other way. And it's because they're adopting a lot of what we've got. And that's just embarrassing. People who emulate us overseas end up looking like us. Cattle. Badly groomed. Badly mannered. Awful condition. This is not good. I am really sick and tired of it. I don't understand how people aren't. We need to pick up. We need to snap back into some form of progress because we can't keep this up. We're really going to be completely helpless. We've gone from choosing to be helpless to being actually helpless because we've chosen to do nothing for ourselves. This is what happens when the individual dies. This is what's happened when you tell people they really don't have to do anything to maintain anything. They don't have to maintain their appearance. They don't really have to do anything to get money or to get by. They should have all the comforts of life without really having to do very much at all. Forget civility. That's all pompous stuff. That's all elitism. Forget about which is why, you know, people can just swear at the top of their lungs in the middle of the street. No one will say anything. This, this is all, this is beyond nuts. And it's really depressing. And I'm tired of it. I'm sick of it. I don't want to look at it anymore. It might mean that I really can't be in this country in, in, in the future because I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. Somebody, you're going to have to fix yourselves. We all are. And this is not, a, this is nothing to do. This is not a partisan issue. This is not a political issue. This is just a countrywide issue that affects everybody. And I'm sick of looking at it. And I can't be the only one. If you are also sick of it, I'd like to hear from you just because, I, you know, sometimes I do think I'm the only one. Um, but it's, it's up to all, it's up to each one of us to make ourselves better. 
in every possible way so that strain is alleviated on our neighbor. That's the point. And I can't look at this disgusting mess much longer. I just can't. It really is just mind-boggling how slow and stupid. I mean, we've become the fat, slow, stupid country, and it's shown in, it's everywhere. I can't look at it anymore. I'm sorry, but this is the way of it. I wish it wasn't, but it is. And, you know, again, hopefully I'll have a, maybe a little more upbeat uh, podcast uh, coming up next week. But this really needed to be said. So, um, you know, take it to heart because it's it's real and it's depressing. Um, and, you know, do your own part, please. Um, so I don't have to do this again. Again, I don't like rants. Let's save. Let's be a little more positive, shall we? Thank you.